Hello, this is Adam Began, and I'm the host of Historically Haunted Show, where I talk about some very rare historical and haunted locations that I visited. I also interview some of the very best in the paranormal and cryptozoology field. So tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Paranormal King Radio Network and prepare to be educated about the unknown. Hey, hey, historians, welcome back to another great episode of the Historically Haunted Show right here on the Paranormal King Radio Network, the one and only rolling with the royalty. Took a couple weeks off, wasn't feeling well last week. I had heat exhaustion. Um, I actually have a heat rash. I was very, very down for the count. Um, But this week I have someone who I I talk to frequently. Um, I've actually been on his show because he is the co-host of um, Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast with Jay Hill. Um, he also does a lot of of, uh, of geeky stuff on his own, which we'll dive right into. So let's bring him right on board. Hello, Shane Feek. What is up, brother? Hey, hello, everybody. Uh, having a good time. Looking forward yes, to the show. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we got Charles Fulton in chat, Carlos Nunez, uh, Dave, Mike Davis, Nicole Gaspard, and I know Heather Witchin will be in chat very quickly. So they all uh, they all say hi, and they're looking forward to the show. So that's good. Um, so, so what have you been up to, my friend? I know you're a busy dude. You're a workaholic. And you've got tons of shit going on. Um, Studio Six, the whole podcast thing's kind of taking a back seat. Any idea? Any uh, idea when you're gonna make a comeback, or is there new shows on the way, or something? Oh yeah, of course. So basically, um, Jay just has too much going on, and I have too much going on. The summers for me, I do a lot of hiking, outdoor stuff, a lot of things, and just trying to get back, you know, in time for a for a Sunday night podcast just doesn't always work. So we decided to take a pause. Uh, I believe the first week of November will be our first uh, coming back. And uh, we're going to just continue like we were before and life will go on. Absolutely. Uh, so we still got our platform and everything's still ready to go. Uh, just, you know, got to get life out of the way first. Yeah. And I think it's good uh, for me anyway, mentally to take a break. Like I love my podcast and shows, but I don't mind taking a break every once in a while because you you know wear your fucking brain out. You know that sometimes it's too much. Yeah, and I think we did what fifty five or fifty seven straight episodes. Wow. So yeah, it was time for a little break. Yeah, absolutely. I know you had me on there once or twice. I think with Heather once even. Uh, Betsy Lou yep. checks in. Hey Betsy. Um, so yeah, it's always a fun time with you guys, and you guys know your shit. Um, yep. So, so for those of you, like I said, that don't know, um, Shane, basically, he's the he's the Egon Spengler of, of uh, he's like the scientific. <laughs> Is that fair to say? And that's a good thing. But you're very much that's, into that's your gadgets. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm the technical side. He's the spiritual side. Right. <laughs> no. And I think that's a good one to combo because you love your gadgets. And I think you just <clears throat> excuse me, smoking a joint, like I said, um, also, too, like I believe you mentioned to me before that you're uh, um, a believer that's a skeptic, right? Was that you that said that? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, 80, 80% skeptic, 20% believer. 
but that 20% keeps me going because I do find <laughs> weird shit that you cannot explain no matter how much physics or math or sensors you put into it. You're like, what the fuck? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree to that. There's some shit that I've seen where it's like either my brain just played a trick on me or that, I don't know, like you, and you just kind of, okay, go the other way. <coughs> Excuse sure. me. Wow. Big hit. Um, I know you're more of an edible guy. So I probably should have done that actually. Um, yeah, I just dropped a couple. So, oh, that a boy. He always chicken with me. He's like, uh, he's like uh, Major Tom to ground control takeoff. And I go, oh, I better, I better eat some edible. Shane's doing it too. I love that. So, <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's talk about like, what's your number one? If you had to go for one, is it UFOs? Is it big? Is it creatures like Bigfoot's Loch Ness? Is it paranormal history? Like, what's your, I, if you had to pick one? Um, I'm going to definitely say it's in the paranormal. Um, Basically, you know, spirit or ghost hunting is my typical thing. I haven't done much uh, UFO stuff, and I haven't done any Bigfoot stuff. Oh, shit. Aside from just, you know, reading articles and stuff on the internet. Speaking of UFO, UFO Fred Richards just checked in and said hi. His his alien antennas must have been ringing. Um, Real quick, uh, Fred, uh, uh, not Fred, um, Shane, Nicole Gaspard um, from Real Haunted Connections here. She's got a radio show as well. She's an author. She asked a question. She says, hey, Shane, what's your favorite gadget to use for investigations? What's your go-to? Oh, this is going to be the fun part. (laughs) I don't don't use, for the most part, I don't use the nifty little gadgets that you see sold at GoStop and all these places. I custom hand build all of my own equipment. I write all the software for it and it's more lab grade equipment than it is consumer ghost hunting stuff. Wow. Uh, so I have, so I have a, a sensor board that I built that picks up 26 different parameters and it logs them every second with a date timestamp. And so the, the nice thing about that is there's no human bias. It is a computer doing it. If it logged it, it happened kind of a thing. And so yeah. um, I don't really have a favorite ghost gadget. I think maybe my least favorite might be a K2 meter because it's kind of a gimmick. But, you know, I mean, to each his own, of course. When right. you're used to, uh, you know, a three-axis full-on uh, EMF or magnetometer, versus a k2 meter you're like ooh, okay i'll take a yeah. three axis magnetometer every time so and right. it does it's, the same thing just better i don't want to say it's like beginner level but it's kind of like the moderate ghost hunter level k2s i mean it's kind of like the basic thing where i agree with yeah. that some of that stuff because it's hard to prove anything with that shit it's hard to go look at it's, it's go it's like what does that fucking mean though that's not anything it's kind of a basic yeah, so- uh, you know so i'll spend a cup just a couple minutes and i'll and i'll describe a a typical investigation for me. So basically what I do is as soon as I get on location, uh, I typically set up the sensor board off to the side, away from everybody and away from as many people as I can get it. And I let it run for literally an hour or more and just let it record values. It's recording temperature, barometric pressure, humidity, uh, physical movement, uh, motion detection, uh, infrared, ultraviolet, uh, visible light. Uh, it is recording 
uh, not only motion, but how far away is the motion from the device? Ooh. Uh, it's recording, like of course, magnetic field. It's recording electric field. It's recording ions. So it's literally doing all this at the same time. Wow, and that's so, a lot of covering. Yes. Yeah, so like I say, it's covering 26 different parameters all at the same time. I mean, even if you walk across the room, it knows because it can feel the floor move. It can see your motion. It can see the light level changes as your shadow goes by. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it definitely, you can't sneak up on it. There's no way. Right. And so, so anyways, what I do is I let it run for an hour and I, I take that as my first baseline reading. Uh, then there's a, a switch on the board that you click the switch and that puts it into session mode. So let's say it's recorded for an hour and now I'm going to do an EVP session. So I sit down at the board, I flick the session switch and then we start our EVP session. Now, unlike other people where they're like, who are you? What eight, what date is today? You know, all the, the typical ghost questions. I'm asking things like if there's a spirit present, can you alter the magnetic field in this room? I will give you 30 seconds starting now and I'll give it 30 seconds and I'll say time. And then I'll, I'll wait a couple minutes and then I'll go, okay, can you change the temperature in this room? You've got 30 seconds starting now. And so what I do is I do these 30 second increments and I do kind of a sensor walk telling the, you know, any spirits that are there to try to trick the sensor. Now, of course, many ghosts might be hundreds of years old. They might not even know what that is. So a lot of times I'll be more generic. I'll be like, can you just fly through the board or can you walk across or come into the room with it? You know, things like that. And of course, things like terms, temperature yeah. and light, they can figure that out. But, you know, tell them, touch the magnetometer. They're going to be like, what? You know, <laughs> so... So the idea is then, this is the nifty part. So when you're done with the session, you shut off the session switch. And that logs in the data that the session has ended. So then what I do is I go back to the data and I cut out the chunks of data of those 30-second increments. And then I compare them to the baseline. And then so if I said, hey, can you increase the magnetic field in this room? I take that 30 seconds and I compare it to the baseline and see if they increased it. And I do a statistical analysis to say, okay, it increased this many percent. It's got this much standard deviation. It's got, you know, this amount, you know, Z scores of this much. Yes. That was an actual change in the direction we said versus baseline, you know? And so they have to correlate in time because the 30 seconds has to match the 30 seconds that you asked the question, you know, and they have to, you know, again, be a change from the baseline. So the nifty thing about this is it's all math and computers. It's not subjective human. What do you mean? I mean, so what I'm saying is, is there's no human involved in collecting data or oh. doing the analysis as far as, I mean, you're doing math formulas, which a computer does, and you're doing the thing. So basically what I'm saying is, is it's not, oh, well, I felt the temperature change, or oh, yeah, it got a little brighter in here. You know, right. I can tell very detailed, and because I'm doing math, math doesn't lie, and computers don't lie. And so 
if you get statistically significant changes on the thing you asked for at the time you asked for it, that's pretty hard evidence. Probably harder evidence than any ghost group I can think of just by, you know, oh, yeah, the room feels colder now or, you know, it, it takes the human. <laughs> I was just going to say out. that. I would say that when someone says, I feel cold or I feel hot or I feel dizzy, it, all you do is really take in their word. You can't prove not or. But to have Correct. mathematical data that shows that temperature drop, eight degrees, three yeah. degrees, what, you're right, yep. spot on. Yep. And so that's how I do my investigations. I mean, some investigators would probably be freaked out by that, and it definitely does not make good TV show material. No, it, it's it's like never a, does. it's more like a lab setting you know it's more like you're bringing a lab to the location to test it you know and i'm I'm gonna be honest with you a lot of the places and i won't say any names but a lot of these famous big places i've been to and i've ran this experiment and i've done it for hours with all different settings and all different you know baselines and different rooms and different parts and whatever and a lot of them don't show jack shit yeah. Nothing changed. Nothing. It, that baseline just went the whole freaking night. The only changes you might see is some temperature changes. If there's HVAC in there where the, you know, the, the, the air conditioner's turning on, the heater's turning on, but you know, but then again, other times you will get multiple sensor hits that correspond with the correct 30 second interval and show a statistically significant change from the baseline. And right. you can get several of those in the same session often at location. So that's, that's the 20% that keeps me going. It's like, you know, if I never got anything and it was always flatline and never, nothing ever happened in real, you know, in reality with the thing, I just quit a while ago, but yeah, often, yeah. so often you get one. And the other thing I found is if you go back to that same location, you will see the same thing again. Whereas if you go back to one of the ones that didn't get something the first time, pretty much never get something the second or third or fourth time. So a lot of it's residual or repeating, I guess you would, you would think if you you know what I mean? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I think it's more, a lot of the places people say that are haunted aren't haunted. And maybe some of the places that people are like, eh, that's not so bad actually are. And you know, it's, it's possible that a good famous place is haunted. No problem. And I've, you know, gotten some good readings at some famous places. But what I'm saying is a lot of them, it, I have a sneaking suspicion it's marketing. You know, yeah. somebody want, you know, they have a creepy old house. They want to make some money. Yeah. You know, they make up some stuff and they get going, you know, and that and probably doesn't happen a lot, but you know, when you can put all kinds of lab equipment in there for hours on end or even multiple times and you don't get nothing, it's like, well, I don't think it's haunted. I'm just gonna call it that. And, and honestly, what and honestly, what you're doing is far more investigating than what someone with a fucking meter and a Ouija board is doing. You're not really. I'm oh, sorry. That's that, when you have a, someone dead and there's a murder fucking scene. The investigators bring in the lab. They stay for hours, weeks to try to find out. They don't just go in for a night with a Ouija board and go, no, no murder here. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. all good and good. And I'm probably gonna piss people off. And I'm sure you probably. You, you, you probably killed a lot of boners by saying that half these places no, are haunted, but it's the fucking truth. Well, People are going to want to hang around jails, jails and asylums just because they were tormented there. They're going to move on, I would think. But if it's creepy, it's got broken windows, and you can make $800 for a weekend, you're going to say it's haunted, right? Yep. So, I don't know. 
you know, like I say, I'm not here to crash anybody's parade or <laughs> for me, as far as the paranormal community, I mean, I kind of <coughs> like, I like to read ghost stories and I like to see people's stuff when they post it. And I'm pretty critical of it. I mean, I look at it pretty close and if they're hokey, I just keep them moving. I don't even waste my time. Now, if they look like they're trying to at least do science and they're trying to do things and they're doing things consistently, I will look at their stuff. I don't have no ego about it. But, you know. But you snicker sometime. Yeah. You like, um, the, <laughs> and, and I watch the TV shows. And, of course, I'll probably get blamed for this. But in a lot of those TV shows, they do not use their equipment correctly. And they do things that's like, well, yeah, you see ghosts because <laughs> the way you're holding that thing or the way you're doing, you know, stuff like that. So, you know. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like me, the original Ghost Hunters, Grant and them, would debunk a lot of shit. But like Zach oh, and all yeah, of these yeah. new ones, they see something and they don't even think it could be a shadow or a light. They automatically go, ah! You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no drama pretty much in my ghost hunts, I'm telling you. And to, matter of oh, fact, we actually, we've even done things. You know, no, yeah, Shane, we've even well, done Shane, things. Shane, real quick, we, we actually got a, yeah. we got a question real quick, Shane, um, from Mike Davis. He wants to know what your team is called. Uh, we're Southern Michigan Paranormals, SMP. And you can Southern look around Michigan and paranormal guys. Yes. And, and most of the time their part is to get me into the place and my parts to do the ghost hunt, <laughs> you know? Love it. So basically, so that's how it kind of works. Love it. Um, Nicole wants to know, how do you feel about using SLS cams cameras? Uh, rot roll raggy. Um, <laughs> well, also as a, you know, note, my day job, I'm a systems administrator and a computer programmer. So things like SLS stations and stuff, I understand very deeply. And, you know, I wouldn't say it couldn't never find anything, but the whole point of an SLS camera was to watch a person doing an exercise or video game movement and map a stick figure to them send that data to a computer so that when you play the video game, your character on the screen moves the same as the person in the room is moving. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what it's designed to do. It's designed to find stick figures in a room. Well, of course it doesn't know you're not playing a video game because they unhook it from the console and they hook it to a screen and a bunch of other stuff. And they do some mods to it to get it to become, you know, a ghost device. But that thing, that the algorithm that's in that computer, its whole purpose is to try to find anything that looks like a human shape or form, whether it be a door frame, a bed frame, a picture on the wall. I mean, I've seen them where there's a, you know, a picture of a person standing there. It puts the little guy right on top of them. It's like, Oh yeah, it's supposed to do that. That's what it's called. Oh, I remember that fucking thing. Someone I know used that in the USS Salem and he was going ape shit. Cause there was a little fucking party <laughs> in this room. And I'm like, I go, well, that's a well, stupid, yeah, the stick figure, the red yeah. and green and shit. That's dumb. Yep. Yeah, that's that's what the SLS camera is. That's what it does. I mean, for what it does, it's an ingenious device because it can literally see a person walk into the frame and it instantly identifies them and starts putting the stick figure on them. You know, but the problem is, is shadows on the wall, the texture of the paint, the shape of the door frame. I mean, all those things can kind of look like a person. And so just like when you look at the clouds and you see a dog or a cat in the clouds, you know, it's the same thing. It sees patterns and that's all it is. A computer that sees patterns. And so 
if it sees pattern that looks like a stick person, it puts a stick person, even if it's stuck to the side of a wall, which of course, a lot of ghost people are like, well, that's demons or those are things, you know, it's like, mm, probably not. Maybe <laughs> some different color paint. Oh, everybody's so quick to call something a demon these days. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hollywood. I, mean, I haven't found one yet. <laughs> I must be not as good. I can't find them yet. <laughs> That reminds me, Nicole does say thank you for answering her question as well as Mike Davis no for letting you know about your paranormal team. Um, they say yep. thanks for that. We have a new guy checking in. I'm pretty sure it's uh, someone I know. He's going by the name of Pritch Greatthrough. He says hello. It's a different name. They can use fake names in chat and different stuff, so they have fun with it. Sure. It's all good. So, so um, yeah, man, I love that you're like a realist in this field because I feel like that's what the problem is, is and that's kind of why I went to the his history and like oddities, like looking for serial killer death sure. sites and movie sites. I want to do something sure. different. I don't want to just go to a yeah. fucking the conjuring house yeah. or Eastern state pen or a place and go, I've been there guys. Here we go. Another weekend. Let's grab some gummies and let's go to another convention yeah. and I'll get drunk and look at, take selfies. I'm just not into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, I just, like I, say, I don't care about the fame or whatever, or any of the, nah. I don't even record most of the stuff that I do, but, I want the truth. Okay. Does the spirit realm exist? Do spirits exist? Can people exist after death? You know, those kind of questions are what I'm trying to answer. You know, I don't care. I don't even record the half the time. I don't even video record the thing. I, I that, well, care. that's what gets the most proof to... though. You know, most witnesses aren't sitting there with a recorder. They're sleeping. They're making a sandwich. They're watching TV. They yeah. see something out of the corner of their eye or above their bed. They don't have time to grab a camera. It's personal. Like going to a music well, concert, I mean, man. Put your phone down. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that's kind of neat is because the board's totally automated, you can just plug it in and leave the site. You can go to, you know, you can go to a restaurant or whatever, have dinner and come back. And it's still recording. And it's recording with no people present, you know? And that's a neat thing to do sometimes. Um, and I've even done this once on an investigation where we had a lot of people and they were doing a, a traditional investigation, you know, EVP session, all that stuff. They didn't know that I snuck the board in the back part of that same room they were all in. So it was recording the entire time they were doing their EVP session. And then when I went back through, because they videotaped it, I matched up the time with the numbers on the board to find out, okay, when somebody said they felt something, did the board see anything? Or somebody heard something, a knocking, did the board see anything? And so, yeah. you know, they weren't even aware they were being recorded in that way, you know, numerically. So, yeah. I just do things <laughs> different. I am not a normal paranormal investigator. <laughs> Honestly, dude, that's refreshing. And I think that's why you and, you and me have a weird relationship, even though we've never met. Yeah. We stay in contact. We don't just... You don't just like my posts and I don't just put a funny face on your post. You literally message me. How's it going? Or, hey, this and that. Yeah. Or, like, I feel like yeah. we keep in contact. That's cool. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And um, so, and if anybody has any more questions, um, you guys can find me through the, either the Studio 6 podcast, Facebook, you know, or, you know, you can, you can email me my, my, my name at um, gmail.com, shane.feek, gmail.com. And I'll, I'll answer technical questions. 
F-E-E-K, Shane, S-H-A-N-E. So, yeah, you know, and if you can't find him, hit me up and I'll send you the right way or whatever. Like I said, he's got him and Jay. Even Jay doesn't toot his own horn. Jay's pretty good at the spiritual side of psychic stuff. He's giving me some great readings. And he don't really toot his horn either. And you guys are both pretty modest dudes, so. Yeah, he's awesome, so. So I got to ask you, and I know I've asked you before, but I forget. Have you been to Maine yet? Have you been to New England at all? Boston? In Maine? I've never been to Maine. I've been to Newark, New Jersey. That's as far <laughs> east as I've ever made it. Holy it shit. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, you come down here, my friend. We're going to have a lobster bake <laughs> on me. You can crash at my place. We'll go rob Stephen King's house of his books. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, brother. We'll go look for the Wendigo and shit. And, uh. I, I, I know you messaged, you messaged me. You're like, man, if I wasn't so busy, I'd love to be doing what you're doing. And, and that motivates me to do it for the ones that can't. Being as old yeah, as I am, not bad. having any family or my, or any kids or anything. My mom passing away. I got Heather, and she literally lets me off the leash. I, she knows I can just do whatever the fuck I want, and so which is good. Um, so, yeah. yeah, man. And if not, if I come down to your neck of the wood, we're going to go look for Ed Gein's grave and the Michigan dog man and shit. Sure. Well, and Al Capone's house is just a few miles from my house so El, El Capone's house like his childhood home no 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 he had uh because you got El Capone you know he did the Chicago to Detroit always you know basically shipping you know alcohol and all whatever other illegal prohibitionary yeah well we live right along that uh road that used to go between Detroit and Chicago uh, and so he had hideout in the woods all along that route well there's oh. one of them right near here and you and they even had a, a root cellar and stuff you can still find it and of course meth had burned the thing down maybe 10 15 years ago now because it used to be an old farmhouse but now it's just a cement foundation and you know in, in a root cellar but i can find the location again it's pretty cool and i and oh. I, i've done that one a couple times and I actually got some stuff so really yeah. No shit. Yep. Yeah. We had one, that one session out there. The EVP <laughs> hit like three or four of the sensors in on command at the right time for the right question. So. Wow. <laughs> Oh, my friend, hey, my friend, my, my friend Scott from New Hampshire is visiting me, my second visitor ever here in my new home in Bangor. And he wants to ask a question of you. Uh, Scott wants sure. to know if, if you've heard of the name Rouge, the Rouge? devil from Detroit. The name Rouge? Isn't there a red devil in Detroit? They call yeah. the name Rouge? I've heard of it, but I, I have not researched it. I only know because there's a band yeah. called Acid Witch that are from Detroit that sing about the name Rouge and about how he comes when the, when the city yeah. went on fire, he was there seen or a bridge, almost like the Mothman in, in a way. Yeah, and, and I think we have, of course, the Michigan Dog Man. That's always been a another one that everybody talks about. Yeah, werewolf-like creature. So... Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Um, all right, guys. Yeah. Any more questions? We got about uh, yeah, we should get a half hour left. We're quite rolling. I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. And uh, sure. Oh, fantastic. I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. I'm gonna say, Shane, what's your go-to for fucking music, dude? If you like, is it like before a ghost hunt, or maybe going through an investigation, or like material, or just in general, like what's your go-to? Name a couple bands. Couple bands. Uh, Pink yeah. Floyd. Definitely him. Love um, Pink Floyd. Black Sabbath. Those yes. guys are all right. You know? Yes. Ozzy. 
So, yeah, that, that those are a couple. Van Halen, of course, all the big hair, any of the big hair bands from the 80s. Of course, you got to get <laughs> you're, So you're a 70s, 80s guy. That's fucking rad. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm I'm old, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the, A lot of the new music to me is kind of shitty. I mean, it's my own opinion, but I dig. Uh, I still crank out Black Sabbath. I actually saw Pink Floyd at Fenway in Boston. Ooh, um, joint there awesome. in Fenway. Oh, that was dope. They did the wall on the wall, and they hit it. Yep. Oh, what a, I wish I was on acid. I wasn't, but goddamn. Um, and of course, Sabbath. <laughs> you not love Iomi and, and Aussie. Yeah. Um, what What about movies? What's like a franchise of yours that you go to? Or what are your all time faves? Well, see, for me, I'm not really a movie person at all. So everybody always say, "Hey, do you see that newest whatever's out?" I'm like, "Nope, I've heard of it, but I never saw it." So <laughs> I don't really watch movies. Most documentaries. You know, I used to watch a lot of the National Geographic stuff and um, Curiosity Stream. I'd oh, watch yeah. those guys where they have all kinds of science programs. But as far as movies, I mean, I've seen, I don't know, of course, the Ghostbuster ones. And I don't know. I just don't really watch much movies. I have too many <laughs> other projects. To no, that's cool. Hours of my day. <laughs> I, used, I used to be a big one, but I'm kind of into the YouTube documentaries. I like watching when people travel to places I haven't been, like Adam the Woo oh, or uh, the Grim yeah, Life yeah. Adventures. Yeah, shit like that. But I'm right now. I'm big into gangster shit. I just watched something on Whitey Bulger from Boston, and I just watched something on um, this bike gang where a guy infiltrated a bike gang and it was a real thing. And yeah, that's, that's cool. kind of cool shit. Yeah, I like that. It's kind of strays away from it, but it's it's kind of neat. So that's cool. I can see yeah. you doing that. I can see you not being a movie buff, but more or less like a true crime, you know, a real based oh, on yeah. a true story type Maybe shit. Some Doctor Who, you know, a little bit of Doctor Who, or you know, the old yeah. Carl Sagan when they were on. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, man, we're just gonna have some fun. What about food, my brother? What's your go-to? Like a big steak, pizza, hair pie? Yeah, steak, <laughs> steak, is, steak is a good word. And, you know, any kind of seafood. You know, I'm, I just seafood and I eat it. I mean, I like food. I, <laughs> I, I love that. I tell you, man, if you come yeah. to Maine, you like seafood, I'd fucking have you nice and stuff. I know UFO friends from Maine, too. Yarmouth's got, like, yeah. the freshest clams you've ever had and shit. Um, yeah. So, Pritch, great through, world's foremost expert on gnomes, elves, pixies, and et cetera, says hi. <laughs> Say that in class. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Jimmy Pentanino from Nesper there with Tony Sparrow, but I, that could be wrong. Um Someone says they love The Exorcist. Yeah, Exorcist was great. King says that Exorcist was... Exorcist is based on a true story, too, on a, on a family in Texas, I guess, believe it or not. Exorcist is one of the most scariest movies of all time. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's some freaky shit. Oh, fuck. I, till this day, man, I really can't watch it alone. Yep. Which means it's good. <laughs> so what's on the docket, man? Anything for uh, any home cases? Any public investigations? Or I know you're working your ass off, and it's hot as a bastard. Yeah. Yeah, we got some stuff. Um, it'll be out in a while, a book and some other things for the Hinsdale House. Oh, New um, York. From our investigation, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the board visited the uh, location, and it did okay. So Danny Klaus. Uh, you, guys can, you, yeah. you guys will have to just read all about that uh, when the book comes out. Ooh, you're going to write a book. Well, I'm not right. I'm I'm writing part of the technical sections, but you know, so I'm not the primary writer. But yes, I'm in the book. Oh, fucking guys, humble. Central board data is in the book. Nice. So, yeah, man, I don't know exactly when it comes out, but it's it's in the works, making progress. So 
Yeah, that's killer, man. That's wow. Like you say, it's hard to find time to do shit. People don't want me to write a book, and I'm just like, well, yeah, what do you do? Just snap your fingers, sit down, and forget the world exists? It's not that easy. To, it takes work. Yeah. You have to think about it. And yeah. my fucking brain's a mile a minute. I got ADHD up the ass, and I don't take pills for it because I refuse to. So I just smoke weed to try yep. to balance out. But I'm, you know me, I'm doing, I'm going to five locations a day. I don't get time to sit. I, but I'd love to. And kudos to you for doing that. I fucking, I can't wait because you have a very interesting mind. You're very quiet on the show. I remember going on the show. You're very kind of quiet. You observe. But when you speak, yep. it's like my old Italian grandfather. Everyone's forced to listen. I like that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Seriously, man. Uh, I know Becca Thomas uh, from Cemetery Diaries thinks highly of you. She's right here in Maine. She's a good shit. I know my girl Heather thinks very highly of you. I know oh, a lot of people oh, do. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, Becca, her and I are friends, so. Yeah, she usually we, chimes we, in sometimes on a Friday, but she may be working. Usually she does kind of, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah but, we um, usually get together for bake sessions, so. That's killer. Night, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's tonight, my friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my. Um, Graham joint right now, actually, uh, called Gorilla Glue A. And I'm on, I'm yeah. drinking a nice, uh, Dementia Dog beer from Bigelow Brewing Company, and it is 7.9%. Oh boy, no wonder why I'm feeling it. And I'm just coming off yeah. severe dehydration for two weeks. And I also I got pulled over, and real, real quick, nothing to steal the spotlight, but I want to let the listeners know because I have no shame. Um, I bought a car today because my car died again. My this would be my fourth car, uh, in a year since my car accident, pretty much a year and a half, two years. Um, and I was coming back with it and I was kind of a bad boy and, and put on my old car plates. Cause I figured what the hell I couldn't have, I didn't have time to get registration. I need to get to Milo for my show. It's a three hour drive from Heather's. And I was going like an idiot about 90 and a 75 and a main state trooper pulled me over and I was crying, man. I lost my shit. I showed him my, my heat rash, told him about my mom dying. I, I begged the scav of heavens. I said, mom, get me out of this dude. The state trooper came back 10 minutes later. He goes, Adam. I could have you arrested. I had your heart impounded for wrongful plates or whatever. You know what I mean? He looks at me. He goes, here's a ticket for speeding. 95 and a 75. 91 and a, uh, and a 75. There's a 75 up there by Bangor. And he goes, I'm going to give you till Thursday. If you call me on my personal phone, give me his number and tell me you get full coverage registration on your car by Thursday, I'll drop all the charges. He goes, take your car and get home safe. He let me go. Ooh. I looked at him. I said, are you an angel? I, I should have been impounded. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was middle of nowhere. I couldn't get a hold of my friends. I don't have a lot of family, and he left. I was crying like a fucking idiot. Um, this is literally two hours ago, brother. And I looked at my mom, and I praised her. So this is what I'm saying. Uh, real quick, because I want to say this earlier, when you were saying about certain times when they're there, there's things you can't explain. How the fuck yep. did I get criminal speeding, no registration, and illegal attachment of plates with weed on me, and the cop let me go, and he looked at me in our eyes. It's like it was my mom's eyes, Shane. I know. I don't know if she possessed him or changed his mind or what. He's an older dude. Old guys are, are pretty tough. Main trooper, dude. Yeah. Blue. And he fucking goes, get home safe. Slow it down. I go, wow. Smoke when you get home. I go, I will. Oh, my. I go, you're an angel. And he just smiled. I've never had that in my life. And I thank my mom for it. People can say it's not, but I'm going to go to, I'll die knowing that was my mom that got me out of that jail tonight. Probably. <laughs> so shout out to the main state troopers. They're good people. Don't fucking test them. But, uh, Cops aren't as bad as you think. Not all of them anyway. So, because he saved my ass. I have a clean record anyway, but I could have been impounded, let alone arrested. Um, yeah. He let me go. Scott free with the car. The he let me leave my plate on it. He let me keep my fucking old plate. It's not even on the real car. <laughs> I saw an hour yeah, ago. Cause I yeah, because if you get arrested, then you can't. Then you're late for the show. Mm -hmm. That ain't good. I'm, I got one phone call, ref. Let me call King. I got a show tonight. Not ref, uh, Baylor or whatever. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. And, and they could hear the very funniest part was when it gets to the end, and it's like you have one minute remaining with this inmate. Oh my God! Yes, collect call from uh, Bangor yeah. County Prison. Do you accept charges, Roscoe? A, I don't know. A, oh, it's coming out of his salary, boy. Yep. <laughs> but I'd have made headlines somewhere. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. So we're talking to Shane Feek, S-H-A-N-E-F-E-E-K. Very modest, very quiet. You're not going to see him on Facebook posting video games and recipes and and uh, and selfies made out of pixie dust. He's very quiet. But if you send him a friendly question, you're cool. You may accept it. And if not, you can find him in other ways. What's your paranormal team again, brother? Uh, Southern Michigan Paranormal and from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Check that out, too. You on uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit? Uh, Studio Six Paranormals on Facebook. We don't really do, like I say, we don't really and advertise YouTube. ourselves. And YouTube. Uh, yes, true YouTube. I forgot. I even follow about Studio that. Six. Yeah, Shane is a co-host with uh, with Jay Hill, uh, Medium Jay Hill on uh, on Studio Six. I've actually been a guest. Yeah, and once if, and if you go back a ways, yeah, if you go back a ways in those uh, podcasts. There's actually a, uh, one where I did a tech talk, and you can actually see the board. I actually go through the data. I do all that stuff. So you can watch that podcast if you go back far enough. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's, you're all over the place, and you got wisdom, and you're not in it. Like you said, you don't big heads. You're not in it to make money. You're just in it to have fun and just speak some truth. Um, Ross, my boss uh, from, from Canada who runs the Paranormal King Radio Network, with multiple guests, uh, multiple hosts all week long. There's always a new host. Uh, he's got a great question. He says, uh, I guess it's to me, or maybe, I guess either of us, do you think that Cujo was the true story? You ever seen Cujo by King? I have not. I think I might have read part of the book once, but never seen it. That deadly Rottweiler that turns and fucking mows people up. Big, big, That's like crazy. a, is it a St. Bernard or a Rottweiler? A Rottweiler? I don't know. St. Bernard. It was a St. Bernard. That's what it was. Made Beethoven look like a wimp. Oh. Um, I'm sure it was based, you know, dogs maul people all the time. So I'm sure to an extent it oh, was, yeah. man. King's got a crazy mind. Honestly, dude, Shane looks like a younger, thinner version of Stephen King <laughs> in a way. And they well, both act maybe, the same. Yeah. You guys are almost one and the same, I think, dude. And that's a good thing. Yeah. We're strange people. But, but in a cool way. It's not like a creepy, like, oh, don't, you know. Don't leave uh, yeah, yeah, your water, you know, whatever. Don't leave the, your door unlocked next to Shane. You'd be like, oh, if anything, give Shane some gum. What's up, dude? You want a candy bar? What's up, <laughs> Shane? Yo. So, so fucking A, man. Uh, what's one of your bucket lists, Shane, before, you know, obviously, like me, I'm always worried about I'm going to get paralyzed or lose a knee or something. So I'm trying to get to every place yeah. that I really want to. But my bucket list is huge. What's like one of your top two or three for America or the world? Hmm, you know, I haven't really thought about it much. Um, Ooh. There's a couple, like the, a uh, couple of the penitentiaries look like they might be pretty cool. Uh, maybe the uh, the Civil War uh, thing would be pretty cool to do. Like Gettysburg? Uh, on the battlefield. Gettysburg, yep. And you got to go to Salem, so, too. Not even yeah, just the witches, exactly. man. The pirates, the, the the colonial fighters. There's movie shot there. Sure. There's a lot of pirate lore. I, I bet you could, you must dig pirates. I, I do. And mermaids are seen out there. I love all that nautical shit, too. That's fun. Yeah, I'm yeah. open to it all. <laughs> most, yeah, most of the stuff I do is just is just local, you know, cemeteries, buildings. I mean, they're not really places you know considered famous for ghosts. Those are the best, man. Those are the ones I like to uncover. 
Every day I find a yep. new place and I bring it to the world going, check this fucking place out, guys. Uh, King asked another yeah, question. Awesome. I oh, I know. I love it. Dude. You follow my shit and I appreciate your support. You yep. supported me for over a year now um, as a friend and, and uh, I guess a, a co-worker in this field, so to speak. Um, yep. King wants to know, Ross says, hey, Shane, is a place that you would deem um, haunted, that you would deem actually legit? Um, well, uh, for our school in Iowa, had some pretty crazy shit happen that we recorded not only on, you know, video camera, but also on the sensor board. Far, far school in, 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 in Iowa. That's what me and Chris Sanders were supposed to go do in 2020, but COVID hit. So they shut down and we yeah. had to go to the Axe Murder House and they wouldn't let us in there either in Vasilla. So we stayed in a hotel yeah. in Des Moines for fucking five days. The far, so, far so school's wild. That's yeah. killer. Yeah. And and that's one of the ones where we got some of the strangest stuff we've ever seen. So really like so, what? I, top of your head. Well, yeah, yeah, top of my head would be like, I mean, we would literally say, Hey, can you spike EMF in this room for, you know, eight seconds? You know, and then you could say, Hey, now can you do it for fifty? I mean, and then you'd go back to the data and you'd actually see the changes exactly lined up with the amount of time. You're hitting the you're hitting the um, intellectual spirits. You're hitting the ones that, that are smart. Not not even not even time wise, but I mean, there's, there's some they say they're in a fog, almost repetitious. But you're you're talking yeah. to ones that respond back. You know what I mean? That's yeah, pretty literally. Cool. I mean, and you can do it in a way where you're, you're picking random numbers and things, and you're getting those those time periods are showing statistical increases in you know whatever field you're talking about. So. investigation work brother that's what real shit is you don't just go yep. there with a fucking cell phone you if you're gonna go yeah bring the test tablet bring everything that way i love honestly i love going through data more than even hunting i just love going through the the, the, the you know what i mean seeing what yeah, you can find evidence. yeah yeah evidence yep. there we go. i couldn't think um heather witchin joins us my girl she's back home safe in Saco. hey baby i told my my cop story i'll tell you later i don't think you even heard about it i tried to call on her she was gone uh busy i was like shit I'm pulled over. I'm going to be in jail. And the guy let me go. I was like, ah, smoked a joint on the way home. I go, fuck, mom, thank you. <laughs> Drove an hour. I'm going to tell that to my non-grandkids one day, man. Crazy story. So, um, <laughs> so, so, uh, like, how long you been in this shit? Like, how long have you been turned on by this? And what kind of did it? Was it a horror movie, Ghostbusters? Was it someone you knew or just a gift that you got? We how old? Yeah, you? well, oh, yeah. So I've been only in this maybe four years now almost five so not very long compared to a lot of ghost hunters that got you know decades in but i got into it because a friend of mine you know was a ghost hunter and he kept saying hey man come on out to these things and i'm like at first i'm like there's, there's nothing to this guys you guys are just wasting your time don't do this <laughs> and then you know finally one day i was like all right i'll go so I went along and then kind of what I saw what they were doing and I, and I went with the theories of what they were looking for. I was like, well, how about if I just build something to replace the people, you know, and record automatically. And so that's, I, it started out kind of a more of an electronics project than it was anything just to see if I could build it. And then after people saw it, they're like, no, you got to take that to actual sites and do things. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you want to be hands-on, right? I mean. Yeah, completely. And so that's what kind of got me started. And then when I actually, the first couple times that I actually got data that was anomaly, I was like, holy crap, that doesn't, I mean, that's crazy. The odds of that happening are almost nothing. 
you know, and so at that point it was like, okay, there is something to this. Now I want to investigate. See, that's the skeptic part of you coming out and going, okay, push the fuck over. <laughs> Cause now, yeah. uh, there is, and I think a lot. Of, and kudos to you because a lot of fucking, I don't know how to, I don't want to say smart people, but people that are scientific, they don't want to believe in religion or or go or any of that shit. They don't even want to have the iota of a phantom that it could be possible. And I think there sure. is shit that even they can't prove. Whether it's aliens, I mean, I don't know, what? man. I mean, fucking this. The they admitted to being flying saucers. They admitted to Area Fifty One. So what the fuck is an yep. alien? You know, really. So I think there's a lot of shit that we don't know yet, and that's okay. We're just not that advanced. It's okay, but I think a lot of scientists yeah, yeah. are thick, and they want to go. I, I gotta know everything. But I like how your approach yep. is like, who fucking knows, man? And that's why I'm in. I want to find out what's up. I don't know. That's cool. Yep. Just long story short, <laughs> could have just said that in the beginning and saved time, but. Yep. But yeah, no, that, that's a great explanation. So what about overseas? Is there any sort of country you'd like to see? Maybe you're like Italy, Spain, or like the pyramids in Europe? Or, uh, not Europe, Egypt? Yeah, pyramids in Egypt would be awesome. Definitely, that's a mind for sure. And then, you know, stuff in the UK that for some reason, and this is totally subjective and random gut feeling, but it seems like the UK is more haunted than the rest of the earth. But, you know. It's the UK's more haunted than the rest of the earth, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. There's 1,200, 1,300 shit compared to 1,700 stuff here. That's 400 years yeah. on us, man. Yep. So. Uh, uh, dude, that's where witches, everything. You want to talk witches, mermaids, yeah. pirates, lore. It all started in Europe. How the fuck do you think it came to them? Look at the Roanoke. Roanoke, was, we weren't even in America yet. Well, and you got, you know, the whole, you know, and of course, then you got the legends from Arthur and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah, they get the King's Highway here in Maine that they said he drove yep. from. When, um, oh, there is a great yep. question. Uh, Mike Davis has another great question. Have you ever been to, uh oh, I'm going to butcher this. Have you ever, uh, Shane, have you ever been to, oh, fuck, the chat just moved. Have you ever been to <laughs> 14th Try, Sul Koi Point Lighthouse or Sul Chalk Point Lighthouse? No, I have not. Did I, I, say that I haven't done any lighthouses yet. No shit. Where's that? Michigan Lake? Lake Michigan? Yeah, I'm not sure where that one's at. But yeah, I haven't I haven't done any investigations at a lighthouse yet. Never have myself. I've been to one in Maine with George Washington Commission, the Portland one. But um, what do you know about? Uh, isn't it Lake Michigan that's got that Civil War train that supposedly went through with all the coins, gold coins? Is that yeah, out I there? Don't know. I haven't heard that one. I haven't heard What's that one. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I literally lived it. That's all I do. I don't have the things I'm obsessed with. What the fuck else? Could, I mean, I gave up football. The only thing I really do is watch wrestling and that. That's about it. Everything else is documentaries. I only do is DoorDash. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't really have a work schedule. So I can watch TV a lot like an idiot. <laughs> it's so hot, though. Mm. What is it over there? 95 like it is over here? Always hot. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm glad my house has central air. Oh, I want to get that Mitsubishi shit. I'm looking into that. I hear that's really worth sure. it after a year. I'd love to see a haunted lighthouse. Yeah, me too. No lighthouses yet. No, I don't really think you can do investigations at lighthouse guys because they're technically government property. So, yeah, you can do it outside. I mean, you don't have to be in. I wouldn't think that, you know, a spirit would care whether which side of the wall you're on. See, and that's what I like is that, like you said earlier, for those of you that missed it, we're talking to Shane Feek from Studio 6 Paranormal. And I keep fucking up. I should have this written down. Michigan Paranormal, right? Southern Michigan Paranormal. 
That's Southern Michigan mean. Paranormal. And, and Shane is the Egon of that crew, and that's definitely a good thing. Um, but we were just talking for this whole hour about pretty much um, – got about 15 minutes left – just talking about what he's up to, what he brings to the table. And uh, he's definitely, um, he's a thinking man's investigator, if that makes sense. You know, he might not be everybody's cup of tea, but he'll he'll have you, he'll get your respect, I think. He's got great outlook on things. This will be up tomorrow on Spotify, on iTunes, on Mixer FM, on my YouTube channel. It'll be always in rotation now on Paranormal King Radio. Um, usually they play archives of my show before and after on Friday, so you'll hear this one again. Um, like I said, it'll be on my YouTube channel, Historically Haunted, on YouTube. So please subscribe to that. And uh, I'll share it with Shane. I'll share it on Facebook. So you'll get to hear it all over again. Um, yeah, cool, man. we got about 10 minutes left. Anything? Uh, 12, 13 minutes left, actually. Um, anything you want to touch on that we haven't yet? Well, we get a little bit of time? Yeah, I don't know. I guess just trying to think about, you know, trying to get other people into the same, uh, get into the field in the same way that I am. You know, it, it would be neat to make some, you know, apprentices or et cetera, um, to try to pass on, you know, the scientific, you know, the more scientific way of, you know, investigating. Yeah. Uh, it's Heather, actually, my girl, Heather, uh, which and Heather community says, uh, how does Shane organize all his data? He kind of touched on that earlier, but do you want to touch on that again? How you organize your shit? Great question. Yeah, so, how I, so, yeah, so I, how I organize it. Um, usually when I get back, you know, to the house here, I, I do folders, uh, for all, you know, audio data, video, uh, photos, and then each pro each, uh, investigation gets a, a date and time and, and what the location was. So basically I just keep it in a folder structure. See, smart, and you date and time it because you want to know. Shit, was this four years ago? I'm, I'm that way with my pictures. I use my, I use Facebook as my folder because it's free, but I download my pictures yeah. to my laptop after. But um, even when I have sure. videos for, for even my videos for YouTube, I go Facebook Live, but I go only me. That way, I don't have comments, and I can try to be more professional. Kind of learn that. Yeah. But uh, why not use the fucking tools you're given? I mean, it's kind of what you know made us where we yeah. are. Um, shit, man, this hour flew by. We still got about twelve minutes left, so let's talk some cool stuff. Um, All right. what was your first car? You seem like a Pinto dude, no? No, although I have never owned a Pinto. I owned <laughs> a Pacer once. How about that? Oh, a, a Lacer? Oh, the, a Pacer? The Pacer? Remember the little, the yeah. little AMC? The Pacer? Yeah, I had one. American-made classics. Oh, my dad used to bring me to the drag races. They had one in Oxford that had a fucking engine in the back of it. Used to ride wheelies wow. on the quarter mile at 180, doing a fucking wheelie, dude. Wheelie bars on it. Fucking Pacers are lightweight crazy. little. Yeah. That was your first ride, dude? You had a fucking Afro, yeah, I bet, and bell bottoms and shit? Just about. I wasn't quite. I'm not quite that old yet. No, I don't. You don't have to be that old. <laughs> You're a you're a 70s child like me. I'm 79 myself. I'm going to be fucking, actually going to be 30, shit, 30, uh, no, I'm going to be 43, September 6th. <laughs> I had to, I had to rethink yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm 73, so yeah, a little bit, a little bit. No, that's fine. 70 children have something in common, my brother. We're fucking 70s kids. Oh, yeah. Grew up on all the good shit. Now they got everybody bubble wrap. Back when I was a kid, you did a fucking bike jump and you did it without a helmet, you pussy. Nowadays, you can't even yeah. ride a bike down the road straight, let alone on a jump. Good luck taking a helmet off. Yeah. We survive, right? Look what we're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. here's some questions coming in because Heather joins us real quick. Um, All right. She says, uh, 
It's in Gulliver. Thank you. I don't know that. Uh, so you can go back and cross examine stuff. She loves it. That's a great idea. And she also says, um, if money didn't exist, what would Shane do for a career slash legacy? Great question, Heather. Goddamn. So if, if money didn't exist, but like if I money do? wasn't an issue and you could run for something like president or head side, like you could be like NASA or like, I guess, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. you do something crazy shit like that. Like, try to make the death beam. Like, fuck. I watched a thing on Nikolai Volk, uh, Tesla the other day. You can rent the room that he died in out uh, in, in California that? or New York or something. And fucking, he built the death ray in that room. And the government took the fucking papers when he died, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fucking a huge wild. thing. So, wild. so I died. I digress. I took away from the question. Um, Heather wants to know, <laughs> hey, Shane Feek, uh, if money wasn't an issue and didn't exist and all that bullshit and you were younger again, had time, all that good shit, um, what would you like to do for a career legacy? Mm, I think something involving like the space industry. Love Not that. necessarily being an astronaut, but, you know, in the engineering or, or, you know, developmental part of the space industry. I think that would be really, really awesome. She pushed, she, she goes, I can see him as a forensic scientist, um, which is really cool. But you could be like a, a space forensic scientist and, and, and like go like um, examine moon rocks that fall in, in meteorites and shit. Yeah. Well, and I used to be a video, you know, I used to work at a video game company. So, I mean, no that way. was pretty awesome. Name yeah, drop yeah, that. Game. Oh, uh, Heroes of New Earth. You ever play that game? What is it? Or uh, Strife. Yeah. Heroes of New Earth or Strife. Oh, that sounds familiar. I played a shit ton of games when I was a kid. Wow. That's impressive yeah, either so way. I yep. I was their assistant admin for a while. Wow. That's like every motherfucker's dream job <laughs> is working for a it video game cool. place or porn. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Um, but yeah, I could see you working for like a like a non-NASA NASA type thing. Yeah. Or, or being like a secret level or just a little hidden compartment of NASA, being like the little the, the geek squad, they shoot to the moon to collect fucking dust every eight months and give you guys a couple sandwiches and sure. frozen strawberry shakes. I go in a fucking spacecraft tomorrow. I got nothing to lose. I'm going to float around space yeah. for the next four years and die. Whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I love that, though, because you got that will, too, man. I mean, obviously, you got shit yep. going on, but you kind of get that no fear attitude because, like you say, there's reasons for everything. And I think you approach life like that in general. And that fucking killer, Correct. dude. Yeah. Yep. You got a strong Thanks, soul, yeah. man. Hell Yeah. Um, ge geologist? Oh, geologist, possibly something like that. It just sounds like space in general, I guess. I mean, the yep. funny part is, is we haven't even examined half a fucking the sea or the forest of the earth. We still yeah. haven't explored our mountains, dude. I mean, I know. a lot of shit. Well, yeah. You do a lot of exploring, so that's, you know, I mean, you're helping. <laughs> dude, I went to uh, the biggest mountain in Maine, Mount Katahdin. I think it's the first place in America to see sunlight every morning. It's at Mount Katahdin, Mount Katahdin, okay. either way it's in Maine. And I, I was right at the base of it, this ironworks thing where they took minerals from the, the stream. So it's a constant going stream going to the ocean. And they took sure. minerals like like uh, or, ORC and slagtite and all that shit. And they put it in this kiln, okay. dude, and they burned it and made fucking swords and steels and railroad tracks out of it. And they had a hotel there. And all that's left is furnace and it's half destroyed and it was free i gave the girl a five dollar tip because she was at this end of this 20 mile dirt road with no speed limit saw three wild <laughs> rabbits holy fuck shane i thought i was in alice in wonderland i was ready to see the little white rabbit to guide me down a hole wow 
Yeah, I just took crazy. a left. <laughs> I took a left. I had an hour to kill. And then halfway down the dirt road, I go, I can't fucking turn around now. And then I start seeing rabbits. I'm like, fuck, am I on drugs? I saw a deer. And then I see this 300 foot. I don't know if you saw my Facebook page, 300 foot rock furnace from 1882. Wow. Um, and it's a, it used to be a town. They had a three-story hotel. They had a brothel. They had train tracks. You can rent the campground now, which I want to do. But the girl goes, oh, it's free. Go explore. I go, here's a five. She goes, take a candy. She had hard candy. I go, who the fuck is this lady? She's 80 miles in the woods by herself with a candy dish. She a witch? Wow. Bizarre shit, Nike. dude. That is. I feel like Maine's a lot like Michigan, Wisconsin-ish. Yes, very much. I've never been there, but from my friends that I've had that lived there before, they're like, yeah, it's pretty much Michigan. Just a little colder in the winter. Wetter. I can't wait. Oh, I can't fucking wait. If everybody made the money, uh, made the same money, I would be a paper boy. Okay, King. <laughs> King gambles a lot. That's why he makes his money. Paper he does boy, poker yeah. and shit. Um, haunting in space. Yeah, everybody. Okay, so yeah, we got about five minutes left, but everybody's saying great show. Um, UFO Fred, Mike Davis, Nicole Gaspard, King, Dave, Carlos Nunez, Charles Fulton. Of course, me and chat and Heather, Witch and Caminiti all say great show. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. A lot of you tune in every week support the show we really appreciate that um shane we got five left brother um uh, shit man what do you think 2023 brings for you um yeah i want to build some another a second version of this sensor board so i have now then i can put you know two at a time on the location and find out okay you know is it just one board seeing something or you know or do i have another one to collaborate you know because the times are synced etc so that's one of the things I want to build. It's just, it takes a lot of time to build one of those. And so I um, basically just never get enough time to finish it, but that's what I want to do. Uh, well, winters are kind of long for you guys too. Maybe not as brutal as us, but Michigan gets pretty cold. Correct. You have a, you'll yeah. have some snow days. I would think, I mean, obviously you will have to do yeah, honeymoon yeah. list type shit, but it's hard to get time. <laughs> yeah. and you got to write a book to boot Shane. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it gets busy. But in a way, we like it, right? It keeps us on our toes. I think yeah. we we sit back and look, and we got nothing going on. That's going to bring us down, you know? Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, uh, let's give a couple more plugs while we get three minutes left. Um, um, let's give shout-outs. I know it's, you sound like a broken record, but we are getting people ch coming in late. Um, where can people find you? Um, will you accept friend requests? And, and let's name drop your paranormal team and all that good shit again. Sure, yeah. I mean, I, you, you can find me, Shane Feek, on uh Facebook, send me friend request, and it should work out good. Um, you can send me email, shane.feek at gmail.com. Uh, that way usually works too. Um, of course, you can find find me through the Studio 6 Paranormal uh, Facebook page as well. So I'm not very hard to find. I don't hide very much. No, no. I mean, you're not an open, open book, but what you offer, you, you're right there. You're a very humble dude. Carlos Nunez says, great show, Mike Davis. Uh, good information. Thank you, Charles Fulton says. I'm going to try to check you out. Um, Heather says, great show, Mr. Historian, uh, Mr. King, and Mr. Feek. Um, thank you again, King, Ross says. So, yeah, we look at two minutes. I'm not going to rush you quite off. I know you've worked your ass off all day, and you probably want to go, but I got you for two more minutes. Your soul's mine, so. Um, no problem. <laughs> um what was like um i don't know man like um shit let's just wrap um where does your family come into play with all this shit do they support you do they uh, believe you are they in it too oh uh, yeah they they know me and 
because of the way I do things, you know, science and all that stuff. So it's yep. usually when I tell them stuff, they they're pretty much like, yeah, that seems pretty believable. I mean, you, right. you have no way to prove a hundred percent, but you know, you can get a lot farther than a lot of others. Yep. No, that's cool. My family thinks I'm a fucking nut because they just sing in a metal band and now I hunt ghosts and think I'm demonic. The ones that are alive still well, don't really talk to me much. But I got a lot of great I friends like you guys that respect what I do, so that's cool. Huh? Yeah. I like to jam out on my guitar. Pretty fun. Oh, that's right. You play guitar. That's right. You do play the string, the five string? Yeah, uh, six string. Standard six string. You know, guitar. Six string. So yeah. you're, yeah, you're an Eddie Van Halen fan of Dimebag Daryl, um, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You play left or right? Oh, I'm just right. Normal normal position. Okay. I got a friend, Joe Wellington, that's very modest, but he can play Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, fucking Ozzy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too good at it, but, you know, I plink along, and people can at least usually tell what the song is, so I go with it. Well, the best part is it's soothing to you. It's fun, and that's what matters, my brother. Fuck everybody yep. else. It don't yep. matter. <laughs> Pretty much. I love that, man. That's, I love it. And that's what I love about you, too, is you, you don't pull no punches, man. You're not, a, you're not here to make fucking friends, but you're not here to make enemies. You're just here, man, and you're doing your thing, and people want to come with you. That's cool. That's cool, man. Shit. Uh, Shane Feek, I'll have to have you and Jay on the vodcast at some point. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, um, August, uh, October 31st, Halloween's the end of the season. So season two, I'll have to have you back on. Um, shit, man, this all went by fast. Thank you so much for joining me, bright brother. I uh, I really appreciate you. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, great time and good questions, everybody. Cool. I appreciate that. I try to keep it not stuck up, but I want to make it very much legit. And you, you, man, for those of you that didn't catch the beginning part uh, of Shane's technical aspect of it, please catch the hard copy tomorrow. It'll be up on many formats to listen to, from Spotify to YouTube to right here on Paranormal King Radio Network. Um, so from Ross, my boss, <laughs> um, Adam, the historian, ghost hunter, please check out my YouTube channel. You see all my, I went to Richmond vampire grave, Lizzie Borden's house. Um, that place I was talking about just now, a lot of places and check out studio six paranormal podcast with Shane Feek and Jay Hill. They're on YouTube, Facebook, and, um, Southern Michigan. Paranormal. Yeah, Southern Michigan paranormal. Yep. Yes. Yes. Southern Michigan paranormal. It. I know. Yeah. Last but not least, I'm stoned. Um, hey, Shane Feek, yeah, F-E-E-K, my brother. He's a good dude. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all in chat. Love you all. Have a great night, historians. And uh, Shane, say bye. Peace out. Peace out. Have a great night, guys. Talk to you next week. Hello. This is Adam Began, and I'm the host of Historically Haunted Show, where I talk about some very rare historical and haunted locations that I visited. I also interview some of the very best in the paranormal and cryptozoology field. So tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Paranormal King Radio Network and prepare to be educated about the unknowns.